Would you join me in prayer? Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O oh God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. The book of Ruth is how this is all supposed to work. And I mean this whole thing, this project of faith, the project of building a community, the joy of church. I read the book of Ruth and I say to myself, this is how it is supposed to work. The book of Ruth is honest and it is aspirational. It gives a true and timeless account of how life really is, where we really do find our feet standing in the world. And it is aspirational. It points us towards a way that life might yet be. It is honest and it is aspirational. First, the honesty bit. Ruth is the story of one family. The stakes, they, stakes are, what will the fate of one family be? No other higher stakes are needed for a story to be included in the canon of Holy Scripture. And if indeed the question is, what will be the fate of my family? No other higher stakes are possible. Ruth is the story of one family, beset by tragedy, living in difficult days. It begins with Naomi, the matriarch of the family whose fate forms the stakes of the book. Naomi's husband has died. Her two sons, married but without children, they have died as well. The story has barely begun. And this family is undone. Tragedy has befallen them in such a way that they are pushed to the very margins of society. Those who yet live are women in a society built for and to the benefit of men. Ruth, the hero of the story, is a foreigner in a society where tribe and nation were sacrosanct. Ruth and Naomi together they had nowhere to call home anymore in a time and place where community was all in all. The story has barely begun. And they are already undone, pushed to the margins. And this is honest. This is an honest story because tragedy absolutely does befall people who have done nothing to deserve it. It is absolutely true that people are pushed to the margin, people whose lives are so similar to my own that they might be mistaken for one another at different points. It would be a simpler world if the good always flourished and the wicked never did. It would be a simpler world if wrongdoers were always punished and the innocent never were. But that's not the world I live in. And it's not the world that Ruth and Naomi lived in either. Tragedy befalls those who have done nothing to deserve it. 
those who are at the margins, their lives look so much like those of all their neighbors, of all their neighbors. The book of Ruth is honest. Naomi, seeing that her family is undone, makes a very sensible suggestion to her daughter-in-law, Ruth. A very sensible suggestion. She says to her, get out of here. Get off of this sinking ship. Save yourself. I can't do anything for you. It is a very sensible suggestion. It follows the logic, the idea that perhaps I'm just better off on my own. I'm better off if I'm an individual with no responsibility towards others. The logic that perhaps I'll be okay if no one has any claim on me and I don't have any claim on them. But Ruth, the hero of the story, to this call from Naomi, the sensible suggestion to take protection in being alone, Ruth says, no. Do not press me to leave you or turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you dwell, I will dwell. Your people shall be my people, and your God will be my God. Ruth goes with Naomi, choosing home, even as home means going to something like a different world. Ruth chooses family, even as family does not flow from blood, but from promises instead. And where that choice leads, where that home leads, it is Bethlehem. Naomi's hometown, Bethlehem, but a place that Ruth has never seen, and here in Bethlehem. This is where the story goes beyond honesty and begins to be aspirational beyond merely describing a world that is filled with heartbreak, as we all know, pointing us towards something more. Here in Bethlehem, this is where we begin to point towards how life might be, and it begins by following the law of God. This is where the turn comes, following the law of God. Ruth and Naomi, they arrive in Bethlehem destitute, unable even to feed themselves, and the focus shifts from the choices and the circumstances of one family to the choices and circumstances of the whole community. The first need they have is as basic as bread. How will they feed themselves? Ruth and Naomi, they must eat. As it happened, it was harvest time in Bethlehem, the time of the harvest of the barley. For weeks, the barley was going to need to be cut and dried and milled and brewed and turned from standing sheaves of grain into food for all the people. It is a time when a community might be forgiven for pushing the outsiders to the side. This is when we are harvesting our food. Let us keep them and their needs aside, lest we don't have enough. People could be forgiven during harvest time for behaving that way. But Naomi knows the law of God. She knows the law of God, and Naomi sends Ruth to the harvest fields there to pick up the grain that has fallen behind the harvesters. A sheaf here, a sheaf there. Ruth is told to pick it up. Now, this is not only 
allowed under the law. This is required under the law that she be allowed to do this. The law of God specifically says that when harvesting crops, what falls to the ground must be left there for those who are in need. This is called gleaning. Gleaning, to pick up the grain that falls behind the harvesters during a harvest, and it is explicitly protected by the law of God. And it is not because God loves inefficient harvesting practices. It is that God loves those who are in need, those who, like Ruth, have no way to feed themselves, those who do not own fields of barley, those who cannot work to earn their food, those who are in need. God loves them and shapes the law to provide for them, those who, like Ruth, have no other way to feed themselves. This is how things are supposed to work. The law of God protects those in need, and the law is understood and honored by those who have. This is how things are supposed to work. The law is precious. The law is precious, more precious than gold, even much fine gold, because gold is for only a few, and the law is for all. But Naomi and Ruth, they need more than just food. They need a place in society. They need a stake in community to be seen as people with worth, embraced and valued and stitched back into the story of the people. And again, these women, by death and tragedy, have found themselves severed, separated. But again, Naomi knows the law of God. She knows the law of God, and she sends Ruth to her kinsman, Boaz, and instructs her what to do in order to reclaim a place in their broader family. The law of God not only allows Boaz to restore Ruth and Naomi into the family, it explicitly requires that Boaz accept Ruth and Naomi back into the family if they choose. It is called redemption, the law of redemption. That is, the taking back of what had been separate. And this, this is what we see in this whole business of trading sandals at the city gate, of gathering enough witnesses, making sure that there are elders so that every piece of this business can be witnessed, signed, sealed, sandaled, delivered. This happens not because God loves binding legal contracts, but because God loves those who, like Ruth, have been pushed to the very margins of society, who need for the community to gather them back in, to welcome them back in, to take them under the wings of society again. God loves them and wants a way for them back to wholeness. God wants, for society's sake too, that they should find their way back to the center. This is the law of God, what it requires. The law of God is sweet, even sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb, because the law of God, it will never run out. But for honey, I'm always scraping the bottom of the jar.
the stakes of the Book of Ruth. They are the fate of one single family. That is to say, the stakes are as high as they get. The Book of Ruth is about what the law of God requires. Ruth is about what happens when the law of God is followed faithfully. And what happens is that when a family is beset by tragedy, as surely, surely will happen. When a family is beset by tragedy, they are embraced by community. Those pushed to the edges are brought to the center. Wholeness can come out of harm. Healing can come from wounds. This is how it's supposed to work. The law of God, understood and followed. Those who are in need, provided for, embraced. This is how it is supposed to work. And this is how we, Old South Church, how we hold our hearts too. We strive to know and love the law of God, running just as many Bible studies as we can figure out how to fill up so that we can learn and love the law of God. This is why we preach from the Bible, teach from the Bible, seek to welcome all into love for the Holy Scriptures, love for the law of God, because it is more precious than gold. The heart of the law of God is to care for those who are vulnerable, the community of God. It is sweet, even sweeter than honey in the drippings of the honeycomb, because the heart of the community of God is to care for one another, to set broken hearts on the path to healing. This is how Old South Church holds our hearts, too. Because that is at the heart of God. And the heart of God is calling to you. To you who are trans and have been told that you cannot have a place among the faithful because of who you are the way that you dream the world might welcome you. To you who have been told the lie that there is no place in God's house for you, to you, God calls, where you go, I will go. Come home. To one who is newly sober, to one who has so much that you know you must leave behind forever that that means that where you are going is but a mystery. God calls to you, where you dwell, I will dwell. Come home. To you who is lonely, longing for community like the hungry long for bread, God calls to you, my people, will be your people. Come home. It's to you who is among the faithful, who has long lived in the warm embrace of this community. You who knows what it is to be at the heart of the people of God, to you God calls as well. I have another gift. They are coming. Here they are. The book of Ruth 
It's how this is all supposed to work. It's how we strive for this to work as well. Here in Boston, across the country, across the ocean, come home, you who would seek to love God and love your neighbor, to be loved for who you are. Make this place. Make this place your home. Make this people your people. You are more than welcomed in this place. You are desired, sought after, called for, invited. Come home. Amen.